episode 167. My name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How's it going, Dave? How's it going? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm kind of excited. We got, like, some decent gaming news. Some of my favorite subjects, some of your least favorite subjects. <laughs> uh, so, doing pretty good. Uh, waiting for my next big game to play. Uh, I, yeah. I don't really... I know you, you have you have Destiny. It sounds like it, it kind of turned a corner for you from... <laughs> Uh, your tweets and Facebooks, uh, but definitely something. I, I'm looking for my next big game, and I'm hoping something comes out in the next <laughs> couple weeks that gets me on stuff. But till then, I'm fine watching all the news that's been dropping the last like couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we are Digital Days Gaming. Uh, we are a weekly podcast that uh, posts every Thursday on podcast services. If you're able to leave us a review on your service, that's that's helpful. If you haven't left us a review, please check and see if you can. And if you can, that would be awesome. Um, as well as we stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash digitaldaysgaming, where we are a Twitch affiliate. So you can subscribe to us, whether that's through uh, Prime Gaming or just you want to just straight subscribe to us. Um, either is great and appreciated. Um, just make sure if you have Prime Gaming, you use your Twitch sub on somebody. Don't let it just sit there and go to waste. Um, other than that, everything else is linked in the show notes. Uh, join our Discord, uh, join the Facebook group, whichever is your fancy. Um, we have, you know, follow us on Twitter, social medias, um, and all of those fun things. So with that, uh, we're going to jump right into the news. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Covering from a cold still. Uh, the first bit of news is ple- the PS5 got its big firmware update and... The main thing, obviously, is Discord integration is now there. Uh, you now will be able to push Discord calls from your phone to your console. Uh, other things on there that I thought were important. Uh, you can now update your controllers wirelessly, which is one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, Alleged, allegedly, this has never worked during the beta for me. It worked for me today. I okay. did turn on okay. and it worked twice because two controllers needed updates. Yeah. Uh, so it did work uh, and it didn't take long, thank God. Uh, VRR support, variable refresh rate support. So now you can, if your TV supports the ability to go to 1440p, you can do that now. Uh, and then better game lists, organization abilities were added in terms of being able to separa- separate uh, PS5, PS4 games, PSVR2, PSVR games. So organization stuff is really good uh though when i saw that dave uh i cracked me up the idea that someone might have both vr and vr2 hooked up to their ps5 because at the same time uh this kind of uh cracked me up Uh, at at this point in time you have to have like a powered usb brick hanging off the back of your playstation like if you want a dongled headphone Mm vr1 vr2 sticking out the front i guess the only win is that you don't have to have the usb c cable sticking out of there to to update your controllers i'm sure nyko if there's still a company that exists has like a weird hub adapter that this like face plates onto the ps5 by now (laughs) with like several usb and usb c hubs Somebody uh, does. I've seen it because it kind of makes that V look if when it's you know vertical. That that that's oh god. <laughs> I used to be someone who would buy like stupid adapters like that for like the PS3, and then I realized like, remember oh, the but- PS4 like if you wanted the extra hard drive like the PC hard drive it looked like your PlayStation 4 had a tumor on top of it. Yeah no yeah because I I had like the eight terabyte thing. Yeah. I, uh, I went to, I yeah I went to a Nyko booth and they had the. 
the extension that went over like the faceplate, and then they had that thing that you could charge your controllers, mm, and, and yes. you set it on. And your 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 console ended up looking like like a Smash Brothers arena, <laughs> like that you'd like that you'd be yeah, fighting yeah. on because it had like. And then they big always swoop. had the shitty like extra fans. That yeah, were supposed the to back. Help you. They're oh, like God. like how many things can we attach to the system? <laughs> on top of the fact that all of it probably vibrated like crazy. Like I can't imagine somebody that had like the Nyko fans on the back, the hard the hard drive extension, the controller chargers on top, and then gotta- like playing God of War Ragnarok or something like that. Like mm-hmm. just hearing the your console just go. I gotta tell Dave about one of my fetishes. Uh, fetish, that's a weird way to phrase it. Uh, wow. Guilty, guilty pleasure. Um, and that's watching YouTube videos where people do buy all of those stupid accessories and put yeah. them under PS5. And Tower just, of power stuff. Yeah, and you just get this weird Frankenstein thing that looks like you built it in your garage. Like You're like, I swear there's a PS5 under all those stupid things uh, I don't need. Some of them uh, are bad enough as it is now. Like Not even just Nyko, but like those... I don't know what the brand is, that Glow Tech or something like that, where like it the yeah, base just, glows and you can yeah. like put your disc you can put your ps5 cases you have a spot to stick your controller i I think it got to the extent of one of them like it could hold your your move controllers it could hold your dualshock 4s it could hold the playstation it it could hold games uh you had to put the controllers upside down so the wings were sticking up like yeah (laughs) some of it's really bad Uh, Here here I am just wanting to get, like, can I just get the little cap covers and the magnetic charger so I can just, like, not think about it and just attach it, like, on the the end table of my, in my living room? Yeah, just, 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 just want to keep it simple. And then everyone's like, no, let's just throw everything on it. Oh, it can, you can hold three game cases on the thing as well. If it wasn't for, like, heat factoring, I, I would, like, put my consoles, like, in a cabinet and, like, my digital console in a cabinet and close it up and never open it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I know someone who did keep their PS4 in a cabinet and they had never, like, opened the cabinet after it had been turned off. And when they opened it, the amount of heat, that came off yeah of it, i would be totally out. content with like a really nice entertainment center that i could put the console in there close it so you didn't know i had one but then of course i would like cut the back open more so it could breathe yeah <laughs> like, um other features not the back uh, of the con- not the back of the console by the way like the the back of the cabinet <laughs> yeah um so other features since we just went on a tangent uh <laughs> is the ability to like pick and choose what you upload to the phone app for captures uh, currently, it was just automatically setting everything up. Now you can, you know, pick and choose. And I think this means that you can, I haven't tested it today, but you can upload older screenshots and videos to the app That's as cool. opposed to having. That's having been nice. Like, I, I I didn't think I would use that as much as I did. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's nice to just take the picture right then and there, not worry about uploading it to Twitter. Constantly, for a long time, I was uploading something to Twitter, then saving the picture on my phone, deleting the tweet. And then yes, making yes. making a new tweet with the words that I wanted to, and then reposting the picture. But it was almost like you just got ahead to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that's good. I mean, the main thing for this, which I'm sure you were going to get to, was the Discord functionality. Yes. Um, this I, I was on the beta. We had a bunch of people that I play Destiny with that I was fortunate enough. A couple community members gave me codes. The codes had four four uses, five uses, something like that. So we had some people testing this on a pretty regular basis. Um, and it works, and it works really well. It is a little irritating to start the call on your phone, but you don't even have to join the chat room on your phone. You can just click the room, and then when you before you hit join voice, you can pull the menu up and click your PlayStation and join. And then it pops up on your PlayStation. That's you know like the Discord logo pops up on your PlayStation. Um, 
and then you're you're in. Uh, what I actually like about it is that um, on my phone itself, I can independently go into the chat that I'm already in and adjust individual volumes, which is great. Um, you can mute people individually, and that, the, the the reason why I like that is because it's on my phone, and I'm not digging around in the menus of the PlayStation Five, which can be a little clunky when you go go to game base, go to the party, click on the name, turn them down, versus opening the Discord, press and hold on the Im- their their Discord image, and just adjust them manually like that. It's I like it. Yeah. So this is really good. Crossplay functionality, PC players, Xbox players, PlayStation players now can play a game. And um, we can obviously set up multiple voice rooms, and like I would just, I would love to open our Discord server up one day and just see like three separate voice rooms being used by like even if it's just two people piece. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and I, I'm hoping you know obviously it's going to evolve over time to where hopefully you'll be able to like not have to like push the call to your console because that's currently what you have to do. Uh, yeah, that's how they exp- uh, so. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping you know that is that point. is an unnecessary step, but. I, it doesn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Oh no, it does. But I would still love to just have my servers there, like, yeah, in a console that I haven't used my phone. But that's where Xbox started, and Xbox evolved over time. And I'm assuming the same case will it be for PlayStation. Um, other things in this, um, they're making it easier to access your PS4 saves. So now, when you load a PS4 game, the system will tell you, like, "Hey, you have a save in the cloud. Do you want to use that save and download it?" I think that's super helpful. Uh, that's something I that, am, like Xbox has been able to do. Yeah, I am PC. constantly getting whenever I turn my PlayStation on. Like, we cannot move your Uncharted Legacy save over. Like, I'm getting an, an error like constantly. So I hope that some of this little weird stuff that was maybe happening that the PS5 was having a hard time identifying are getting cleaned up. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, it didn't fix my bug that has been happening to my PS5 since January, where I can connect to the internet, but it. I can connect to PSN, but for whatever reason, the system is like, you're not on PSN. What are you talking about? And then I have to like do a speed test and then it's like, oh no, you're good now. Yeah. Um, I get this thing when I download games, like I get like catastrophic error or something too. That's happened to me a couple times. Yeah. yeah, It's like where you could, you like go to walk away from something on top of the fact that it's the speeds I think have gotten slower on my my PS5. Um, And to be fair and to be honest, I haven't downloaded stuff on the xbox like recently because i'll download a game pass game from my phone yeah i'll I'll just download it from my phone on the xbox and then i come home and it's ready to go uh Mm -hmm. for the most part um but overall like you know like as as the firmware is evolving like these things are are good i i really like the fact that it's going to be wireless updates i like the discord update to it i think the vrr support is great if you have a, a a display that supports that um and then better game lists are always a good thing. So yeah. um, I know some people were, I heard uh, with VR2, they were confused because of the lack of backwards compatibility of like them not realizing that, yeah, Moss is on VR2 if you buy the VR2 version of Moss. You know. Yeah, and <laughs> this will clear that up. And also another thing uh, that I don't know if it was listed in uh, the blog post, but um, the um, you can now, if you own a disc version of a game, and you have that installed, and then you buy the digital version. It doesn't make you delete the data from the disc one. It just lets you play the game before. Good. I don't know if that's an issue you've really run into, Dave. Uh, well, I have but... a discless PlayStation, so no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, I have. I have heard that. Like, yeah, we've heard that... about that. Where, like, okay, you bought. I don't even know. You bought Uncharted Four on disc, and then it's part of the PS Plus collection, and you download it, and it still wants the disc. 
Yeah, yeah, and then you have to delete the disc and then download the game again. It's one of those weird things that they finally just found a way to resolve, which is good, especially now that the discs aren't actually holding anything. They just download everything <laughs> to your system anyways. This is just a nice thing. Uh, I don't know about you, Dave. I mean, you just kind of said everything you're happy with, but I feel like this is like one of the best updates that PlayStation's done for their consoles in terms of like the amount of things that they improved and added yeah, this is this is truly like a for the players update like they're making it easier for the players so like they you know like this is something that they've been doing there's these are things that people have been asking for um i don't use them but like do we have folder integration now kind of kind of okay. it's not quite folders. i think that would be the next thing um yeah. uh, the um, fact that you can like move things or, or like you can sort by genre a little bit better now and platform mm -hmm. it really helps i think you might be able to create some sort of folder now uh but they're getting there uh yeah which is nice. i've gotten to the point now where i don't go in the library when i re-download something i go to the playstation store and i search the game and i know that i have it and then i like when i find the game i click on it on the store and it says download yeah or, or play uh, yeah it's already there yeah um the, the, these type of moves especially with how they're handling like ps4 stuff to ps5 um is making me look more at getting like internal storage uh, mm -hmm. for mine because I, I got a stupid deal on mine that's why i bought it like i found some price error on gamestop like like yeah. i think i paid like 150 bucks for a two terabyte stick so. yeah and I, I there is a sale right now uh for like a crosshair one or crosshair uh and it was like $80 for like a one terabyte. And I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not bad. Like I, I, and I almost pulled the trigger, but holding out still. Uh, but the, these type of moves make me more like likely to do that. And then I can retire the external SSD that I have plugged into it right mm -hmm. now. Uh, but we'll move on. Um, Starfield finally has a release date. Uh, this technically should be in what's delayed, uh, but Starfield is coming should out. Should it? Just because they windowed it, they never dated it. Window the first half twenty twenty three. This is okay. coming out right. on uh, September sixth. So Starfield's coming out Xbox, PC, Game Pass, all that shit uh, on September sixth, and then they are doing a Starfield Direct on June eleventh. And I believe they made it clear that this is separate from whatever other conference they're doing that week or that mm -hmm. day. Because uh, this is going to be taking place in between Summer Game Fest and E3. So this is gives hope that there's like, hey, there might be some big announcements if they're moving Starfield away from their press conference. Uh, but yeah, Starfield has a date. New trailer dropped. Didn't really see a ton, but this was mostly just to give us some dates. Are you, uh, are you, are you surprised by this date? Because this is right where I, I, I expected it to be in my this mind. This is I, where I expected it to be, but they were very clear like a month ago, like first half. And I they're not missing it. it by a lot. They're only missing yeah, it by like two I, and a half months. I get, like, it's March. Like it's it's March now. So like we like in, in um, Redfall is early May. And something else is coming from xbox too like this like in june i feel like or i could be mistaken um but th this is this gives redfall time to breathe and it gives starfield time to breathe yeah and it also gives them a holiday game because i don't believe they have any this, this kind of game this kind of game has to come in september and october it has to yeah this is this an big anchor. of a game yeah um okay you so... don't you don't release fallout in may you you don't unless you have something bigger yeah. on the table and i don't think there's anything bigger than starfield at xbox 
Uh, this will put pressure on like Sony to like date Spider Man, but now we can probably put Spider Man of like maybe October fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they'll probably want to stay stay clear of Starfield, and this is also going to be a true test for Xbox in terms of like, is this going to allow Xbox to like first off win the NPDs for September, and will this game explode on Game Pass in terms of like record subscribers coming to Game Pass for it? Uh, and that's going to be very important to them. So like the fact that they're starting the holiday season kind of tells you like they're yeah. hoping they can set so, a pace. Right. So f- for me, the, the, this event in June is important for Xbox, like for this event to go well, because the last time we saw Starfield, it didn't go well. Um, and, and again, I have no intention of playing this game. I might just mess with it because I'll have it available. Yeah, Yeah, I have it available on Game Pass, so I might mess with it. I have no intention of play playing this game unless something happens in it that hooks me immediately. I don't see that, but never say never. Um, And then I feel like at this point in time, Game Pass or not Game Pass, like this has to be in reviewer reviewers and content creators' hands with embargoes going up end of August. Like it has to um yeah end of august would make sense like i was like talking like august 28th august 29th like this mm-hmm. this the the embargo for this cannot lift september 5th i think i had like 12 days to review fallout 4 between okay. when i got it and when it was released and when right. reviews went up so like yeah like two it needs to be out two weeks ahead of time in two reviewers hands and into influencers hands or whatever they got to do uh so yeah i completely agree there like it has it has to be in that that like time time frame uh but i i'm assuming we're gonna see xbox go hard in june of like here's a special edition console here's collector's editions because now that gives them enough time to where they can make those announcements and give the retailers like the 90 day window to like prep for this big thing uh and they don't really have too much like Spider-Man is the only thing that's supposed to come out at the end of the year that's like going to compete with this. Zelda's out in May. So yep. like Nintendo's done come the end of May and PlayStation really only has Spider-Man 2 announced and I there's on and off rumors that the Call of Duty game might be coming out this year, but we were under the impression no Call of Duty this year. Mm-hmm. So like this is a very clear path for yeah, I could I could see like a huge update to Warzone 2 mm-hmm. maybe, you know. But yeah, no, this is the, this is a great window for them. I mean, I know that um, PlayStation and Insomniac came out and said Spider-Man's the end of the year, and that pretty much like just like and they didn't mention Wolverine, so like which wasn't expected. So that means yeah. Wolverine's probably pushed to twenty twenty four, which you know, which is where it belongs. Um, it, so like this is a this is an opportunity. Like this is something that you know it's time to see why Microsoft bought Bethesda. And the re- and and uh, and how you see how, why Microsoft buys Bethesda is Starfield has to be great. It has to be great. Yeah, it, it has to be. And if it's not great, it has to sell well. Like <laughs> it comes down to that. Well, uh, with the, with the implementation of Game Pass, like like selling well is not enough. Mike, like it has to be great. Well, no, no. Unfortunately, like when I'm talking about selling well, I also now mean trending in terms yeah. of like ga- it's in Game Pass's hands. Game Pass yeah. subscriptions, like yeah. Microsoft comes out we have it we saw an increase of 10 million subscribers or something yes they they need like a percentage increase like if they don't mention no i don't don't want a percentage increase i want to i want a figure i don't want to see 22 percent or something but realistically they they probably will give a percentage but if we don't get a percentage increase then shit went like hit the fan like things went bad 
Uh, so, you know, hopefully we see something along those lines of like, hey, here's some numbers on why this is doing so well. But we'll move on. Uh, Dave, uh, I think you may have uh, kind of predicted this when we were talking a couple weeks ago about something. Uh, but Square Enix uh, announced that they are starting the motions or starting the paperwork to replace their president, uh, Matsada, uh, pending approval from the board. Uh, they already have his replacement named, uh, which the name is eluding me right now. Uh, Kiru, I believe is the name. And this will be decided at the annual shareholders meeting in June t- uh, of this year. Uh, they basically wished him farewell and the replacement is going to be adopting ever-evolving technological innovations. Uh, I did put note in our, our stuff. I did make a note in our uh, our show notes uh Mitsuda did catch a lot of flack over the last couple of years because he was very much pushing like NFTs and blockchain stuff and at first I was on the, the same boat as a lot of people of like oh guess that backfired but they kind of made it clear that the new guy is also kind of really interested in blockchain NFT stuff uh so this um is just the president changing over Dave we probably have several several takes on like why this is happening and we can point to specific examples of why you would might want to replace the president of square enix uh i'll let you take the first yeah i I mean the the biggest one is that he sold his company (laughs) he sold assets probably undervalued the assets or approved the sale of undervalued approved selling of assets at less than reputable market value yeah yes that's, that was hard to come up with. Yeah. Um, that's that's number number one to me, where the board's like, what? They watch something get flipped, and they're like, what? The like you hell didn't talk to Amazon happened? about yeah. Tomb Raider. Like they're <laughs> doing everything for um, Tomb Raider. And then if this other guy is into this stuff, that's a hundred percent fine. Don't publicly say it. Yeah. Release it. Slowly integrate it. You know, like. Best example I can give is like you know Xbox One days of like DRM always connected console like people were like this is stupid and, and we're there now <laughs> we're there now and we got there without people saying your system's gonna always be connected it just kind of slowly happened over time yeah <laughs> like so if you want to do NFTs you want to do blockchains like release your quality games you know and slowly integrate these things to where the player just gets comfortable with it and doesn't even realize they're doing it. Um, whether I like it or don't like it, the way that PlayStation is currently handling this is well with the the level system of the your PSN account. You're getting digital. You're getting digital collectibles. Yeah, that and aren't are even okay away with it. Yeah, but 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 they're not even like NFT level yeah. of like quote unquote protection. It's just like yo, here's some digital assets, yeah. and that's could be what Square Enix is like. Hey, can we do that too? without like fucking but up the you, environment you're, plant, you're planting a seed and then eventually the tree is going to grow and then yeah. eventually you're actually going to see it and you're going to be able to touch the tree and and it's going to be tangible it just takes time versus coming out and saying we're going to go into nfts and then the public's like i'm not going to buy your stuff yeah. <laughs> especially when the, the president the former president of square enix was kind of basically talking about like oh i want to put this in final fantasy 14 and it's just like don't do that don't talk about ruining current experiences that people are enjoying yeah. Like, do something new and creative that will hopefully win people over. Uh, Mm -hmm. But a lot of people thought it was because of the NFT stuff is why he's leaving. It could be part of it in terms of like, hey, you fucked up by talking about this. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Now go home. 
Uh, but most likely it is like, hey, you lost like a billion dollars with Avengers because uh, yep. it was like hundreds of millions of dollars lost. Um, you, you sold 50 IPs along with five studios. And then one single IP was flipped to Amazon potentially for like double or, what or Amazon bought rights to access it for t- yes. like like bought rights to use it yeah. for more than you sold the other assets for <laughs> especially when it comes to like the Tomb Raider thing of like Amazon is funding a Tomb Raider game fully funding it and making a TV show and potentially doing movies yeah. all on Amazon's dime yeah. so Square Enix is looking at the, the president like did you try this or did you just take the first deal that came along to fund the NFT stuff that you probably didn't really have an idea of you, what you were doing based on how your live letters yeah. went or whatever they were called. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. This is how you lose your job in, in, in current world. So yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sad, sadly for him, he's still going to get a nice envelope put in his back pocket as he gets put kicked out the door. Yep. So. And, and we'll see how lo- this will probably take a while to affect square Enix, but it could be, fresh eyes going in there just to be like, Hey, our only successful thing right now are our smaller RPGs on the switch and final, final fantasy, fantasy 14, everything and ho- else. And hopefully, and hopefully 16 at that point. Yeah. And hopefully 16, <laughs> but 16 might be the last like thing before they're like, we got to just fucking reboot creative on everything. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like, who's making decisions for, for that franchise. Uh, because the person doing 16 is a person who's ahead, uh, who's in charge of 14. So they're, they're, you know, at least making the attempt of like 14 is really successful. Maybe Yoshi Peak has the magic to write the ship of like 16 or the mainline franchise. Uh, so we'll see how that goes in June. Is it June, Dave? For 16? Sounds about right. I think right. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Dave. <laughs> we're going to talk about i don't wanna i i'm sorry we're gonna have to fucking do it dave uh we're, we're talking about um activision blizzards uh and xbox's fucking kerfuffle with playstation um this is broken down into two stories uh the first one is a thing that uh me and dave were really excited about the possibility happening mm-hmm. i think last mm-hmm. week alone you, you'd mentioned it or as recent as of last week but uh, PlayStation might need to release a lot of information that they don't want to release. So, right now at the stage for the FTC, which is the United States Regulatory Board, uh, they're starting to build their portfolios and their cases to go to court this summer. And Microsoft had made 45 requests of PlayStation through the FTC court system. And, play- and what they wanted was anything regarding third-party exclusivity deals and just third-party deals in general between PlayStation and other companies. And they wanted to go as far as they want the emails and communication and contracts that were signed, as well as the communications from people like Jim Ryan with those companies. Whether it's through email or through paperwork, Microsoft is like, we need to see all of that because it's important to this case. Sony tried to appeal these requests by Microsoft and a majority of them were rejected by the court. The court was like, no, you do need to provide this stuff. 
one of the only appeals Sony did win was basically how far back these requests have to go. And I believe the agreed date was like January 2019. Uh, the main reason Sony said they don't want to give up this information is because it's irrelevant and would it's cost too, and would cost <laughs> too much time and money to get the documents ready for the court case well, that's taking place this summer. Dave? Then shut your shut your mouth and stop disputing the purchase of the transaction if you're not willing to show your cards. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't but, wait to see how much they paid Warner Brothers for Hogwarts exclusive DLC because Xbox got ran over the coals when it was alleged that they paid $25 million for Outriders. People were pointing that at them and laughing at them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say it's more than $25 million for what they paid for Hogwarts Legacy, but I bet you that they have to... Either they either it was a significant chunk of change, or is this, it, it is a significant chunk of change based on game sales. So the more that Hogwarts is selling, the more Sony has to give Warner Brothers. Yes. That's the, it's an either or situation with me. But I think that we are going to be surprised at how much a exclusive quest cost. Yeah, and not only that, I mean. There's and marketing because it's yeah, marketed. Mar- the marketing is attached to PlayStation. I'm yeah. using Hogwarts is because that's the most recent thing that's on top of my mind that has PlayStation exclusive content in it. Yeah, but we'll we'll go down the list of like Final Fantasy VII remake mm-hmm. that had an exclusivity deal. The sequel will also have exclusivity. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 has exclusivity. Forspoken just came out was exclusive. Yeah, that's a good point. I um, want to see the Call of Duty numbers. Yeah. Because they do have a contract, technically, that yep. I might be... I think it's still going. It's expiring in three years or something. But like it was that. active as of as early as 2019, 2020, and 2021. Yes, yeah. And then there's also, like, uh, the Silent Hill games with Konami. So, mm-hmm. basically... Their Death Stranding contract with, with Kojima. Yes, Death Stranding 2 is coming out, so that contract must be relatively... This is, to, to swing this back down to sports, like the, what happens here, and this is when these owners get pissed... Um, and I'm not picking on this like this particular owner when I say this, but um, in baseball, uh, so baseball doesn't have a salary cap. Yeah, it kind of does, has a luxury tax, but it also doesn't have what's called a salary floor. So the Pittsburgh Pirates owner cries poverty, and the Major League Baseball Players Association's like, open the book, and he's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. and they're like, but we want to see what you're doing with the revenue sharing. Well, that's none of your business. Then shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the problem is, like, PlayStation, Sony went really hard of, like, Call of Duty exclusivity will ruin us. So Microsoft is just like, all of your exclusivity deals will, are ruining us now, so let's share the information. I do think it is kind of petty, but kind of smart by Microsoft to be like, we want Jim Ryan's emails. Because yeah. they know. So my question to you now is, can... I'm trying to think how to word this. Can Sony make this go away and Sony keep their document secret by saying we don't dispute the transaction? Yes. Yeah. If they just throw their hands up like we don't give a shit anymore, they don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we'll get into our next story. And that is and basically it's why Europe is so important, because if they can stop it in Europe, they have a better chance of being like, hey, we don't have to share information a European board spent several months saying this deal is unfair. Look at their research. Mm-hmm. And there's and basically, if it gets approved in Europe, PlayStation will probably be like, "Fuck it, we give up. We're not going to fight in the FTC. We lost everywhere yeah, else around the world." 
it was it was fascinating when Epic had to open their ledger. It was fascinating. And, and, and what I was saying before we, we I got sidetracked is it's very evil and smart of Microsoft to be like we want Jim Ryan's emails because mm-hmm. Jim Ryan has not been good to speaking publicly. So the idea of private messages sent to other companies is very fascinating and very problematic for Jim Ryan because the stuff he says can be sometimes outlandish and kind of cringe and that's public facing pre-approved stuff. I want to see the conversation when Kotick went to him and said hey Microsoft offered us this much money like there's a conversation yeah and again whether whether that's an email or not I, I don't I would think it's not an email yeah, no, but but basically they want communication of like, hey, when you go to Square Enix and you're like, hey, how much money to keep this off Xbox? We want to know how you're phrasing that in those conversations, and that's basically what Microsoft wants. They want or to know. or the alleged the alleged um, you have to like alleged confirmed still confusing of you have to pay us this much to be on the first three pages of the store. Yes, you know, like that stuff that we talked about, like this, like this might be a glass door. That Sony has kept fogged over that they don't want people to see. Like most of the time, you don't want to see this. Like, like, like the consumers. Like, I'm fascinated on this because this is there's a there's a radio show guy that I listen to that talks about root for radio. Like, this makes great content for us. Like, if this if this door gets open, yeah. But this could piss a lot of people off, and it could also offend a lot of people. Well, like, no. I'm sorry. There's some hardcore ass PlayStation fanboys that might get smacked in the face really, really hard. Well, not even that. I don't even <laughs> care about that. Okay, Dave. I, I do no, because no, no, they're no, sitting there Dave. pointing the finger at Microsoft buying all this stuff. And <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm saying that won't hurt the bottom line. You know what would hurt Correct. the bottom line? Yeah. Dave, you represent Capcom. Me mm-hmm. and you are having a private conversation. And then I'm like, hey, I'm going to court. So our conversation is no longer private. It's going to be in the public yeah. form. So the other companies are going to be like, you need to stop. Like, yeah, you need to, no, exactly. Like, yeah. like you would probably, if you're Capcom and we're talking like fucking business, you'd probably be like, don't, don't do this. Cause like, I can't have that information out. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't. When we've gotten emails released before circling back to sports, like NFL coaches and general managers and owners are being removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> know. I doubt there's anything like that crazy in it, but they could be. Really? Talk- no, no. But I'm saying like. I you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but there could be things. There could be things that are like, "Hey, we need to do this." You know, fuck Xbox, but like not not something like super offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there could be like business terms of just like, "Oh, Phil's going to be mad about this one," and mm-hmm. that's enough pettiness that would look so a board would look at a regulatory board and be like, "Why are we going to side with you?" Mm-hmm. Like, look what you're doing and how you're conducting business. Yeah. Like, we don't or, know how or, bad it or is. Or when they see what Microsoft is attempting to do is absorb, and let's call it what it is. Like, it's an acquisition, but it's a merger. Like, Microsoft and Activision are merging together. Yeah, and or Xbox and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what Sony, typically what I think Sony does is, okay, we want your content, or we, we think you have cool enough content. How much is it going to cost for that content to be only on our system? Because we know if we have our content only on our system, then they'll buy more of our more of our system yeah so. uh and and you know you brought it up earlier just like how they treat the storefront you know hogwarts legacy got a little bit more time on that front page 
compared to other stuff because there was a marketing deal. I want to see the Street Fighter money. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that could come from this that, like, Dave is like... Evo money? Evo money? (laughs) Dave is tired of the story, but if that shit gets put into public forum, Dave's going to be, like, excited to, like, (laughs) go through, like... I would imagine, Dave, you because, probably because spend... you're gonna you're gonna find out that Sony is just as dirty and as rotten as every other corporation in the country in the world. Yeah, when they say for the gamers, they don't actually. Yeah, no yeah. company means that. Yeah. Uh, but this is the type of thing that, like, like if they release like a hundred page doc, Dave will probably take a lunch or two to like I'm fucking reading this. <laughs> Like the, Where, this, where's my highlighter? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna print this out. This is gonna be in. I'm gonna put this in the bathroom. I'll just read through this it is, at my. This own is gonna, pace. this is gonna go in a binder with a highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> like. uh, so yeah. So basically, if Sony wants to continue to pursue this through this through the FTC, this is what they're gonna have to do. But there's a chance it might not even need to make it that far based on what's going on over in Europe with the CMA. So we'll move on to our well, next Hold story. up, hold up, hold up, though. If, okay. if, if Sony pulls the plug on this and says, hey, we give up, like, what looks worse? Documents so, getting out or them stopping? So the, the thing is with Sony is they're in a really good spot that they know that no matter what, Microsoft's 10-year deal will always be on the table. Yeah. No, but I meant like, okay, so we find out in three weeks that Microsoft's like, hey, you know what? We're not going to open the documents. We're not disputing this transaction anymore. And you guys can go ahead and do what you're going to do. With the amount of time that Sony took to do this, doesn't that make them look even worse than if they open their documents and say, okay, well, you made us do this. So here you go. To who? Everybody. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess at the same time, nobody will hear about it if, you know, if if Microsoft walks or if Xbox or damn, if Sony walks away and the Xbox Activision merger just goes through, they're just like, okay, well, we tried to do what we thought was best for the, for the gaming community, but it's apparent that our, our rebuttals are not, aren't aren't worth the effort or something. So I would say like 90% of the people won't even know any of this happened outside of like the, the people like us, people listening to this podcast. So in the grand scheme of things, it probably won't matter, but it will matter to business partners and stuff will be kind of hurt business partner wise. Mm-hmm. Um, one aspect I don't think PlayStation, like PlayStation, again, they know no matter what that 10 year deal from Microsoft is on the table. It's on a table forever. If this deal doesn't go through, do you think Activision Blizzard is going to want to fucking work with you like hand in hand? Like, yes, they'll still release shit on your console, but there's nothing to stop them to go go into Microsoft and being like, you want exclusive content? <laughs> like, do you want to buy exclusive content? It would be so much cheaper than $68 yeah. this billion. Is, this, this is as bad as, you know, making... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use low numbers so nobody gets really pissed off at me, but Michael makes $6 an hour at, at, at you know, flipping burgers, and they hire me at $10 an hour, and I'm not allowed to say anything to them. And then, you know, we've like, hey, you should open the books to make sure we're equal opportunity employment. Well, we don't want to do that, so we're just going to not talk about that. Or, you know, like, and yeah. like this, this, could get, this could get weird because if you find out that they paid a ridiculous amount for Haven or – and then, but then you what? find out they they paid even more for the exclusivity. The exclusivity deal is sometimes always monsters, or you know, like, like yeah, yeah. This, that yeah. type of stuff will come out to yeah. where it's just like a company very prideful, like Square Enix, will be like, "You blowballed the shit out of us for mm-hmm. for this yeah. deal." So if we find out, like, I don't even know, like again, just low rough numbers. Oh, we we gave sometimes always monsters twenty million, 
uh, to to make this game exclusive for us. And we gave, and, and again, I'm not saying this is the case, but you know, we gave, uh, we paid, you know, 12.5 million for Street Fighter Six content. Yeah, and they're, they're gonna be like, wait a minute, you paid how much for an unknown IP, and you gave us like, okay, well, good that luck. Will good good luck negotiating. Good luck <laughs> negotiating next time when we have some content coming out. Yeah. Like, and then uh, again, like I said, like this deal doesn't go through. Activision Blizzard is going to be potentially very vindictive of like you cost us a big payday. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to renew any specific deals we had with you. We're going to sign deals now. DLC comes first to Xbox because <laughs> we need to get whatever money we can because we lost out on $69 billion. Yeah. Uh, so it could get really bad. But again, PlayStation, no matter what, they're going to sign that 10, 10 year deal. And we'll probably champion it of like, we signed this deal for you gamers and people will be like, hell yeah, thanks for fighting for me, PlayStation. And that's how it'll, it's just going to go down. Like this whole thing, it's, it's, it's a big, I, I just like, I, I can't wait to see something, some ridiculous number. Like the, I, I don't even know what I could think of. Like, like the, the amount of money that, watch for so for spoken be like absurd and or hogwarts thing hogwarts is going to be the one that's going to be more relevant to me because that's just like a like a sliver of content versus for spoken being exclusive on there's a, there's a good chance though that hogwarts single mission costs more money than the forespoken deal just because of the I, and I can't wait because they man people were running xbox over the coals when they allegedly paid 25 million dollars for outriders allegedly we still never heard what it was or how much money they've been playing for paying for game pass games this also means that we probably get to see the plus contracts too we'll get like, to it in the next story dave okay oh i so, didn't this is what i get for not reading bullet points <laughs> yeah okay so the cma the european regulatory board that they're currently having a trial not trial over or negotiations over Okay, so if you remember, Dave, about two weeks ago, Xbox, you know, started to sign those 10-year deals, Mm -hmm. and apparently this isn't confirmed because they can't confirm anything yet, but apparently the CMA, they're actually kind of liking what Microsoft's doing in terms of signing 10-year deals, and it sounds like they're more receptive of this deal going through based on those concessions, though it's not foolproof that it's like slam dunk, we're done now. It means they're like Microsoft's doing the right moves and they're happy with it. PlayStation has now responded saying the whole deal can't go through. The concessions aren't enough. This whole deal needs to be blocked because they feel Xbox slash Microsoft can then just make inferior versions of Call of Duty on PlayStation they can release a buggy version of Call of Duty on PlayStation and still honor the 10-year deal. And they said even if Microsoft breaks the 10-year deals, there's no penalty. It'll be like a, a slap on the wrist or some fines. So they don't have faith that like there's anything in place to force Microsoft to uphold whatever agreements they agree to with the CMA, FTC, etc. Um... Microsoft then responded that they are willing to sign the 10-year contracts and also pay for a third party to evaluate the quality of their releases that come to other platforms. So they like are willing to basically hire up another company that is unbiased to basically quality, quality check things. 
Again, this okay. is all can, like can posturing. We, can we stop for a second? Yes, and, yes. And say that you like Microsoft or Sony really thinks or is publicly saying that Microsoft or Activision Blizzard might purposely make a worse production game. Like they have a hard enough time making one game working on the multiple consoles, like let alone to make something that runs worse on another console or they're slower to patch. Like patches are cross platform. Like the game is cross platform play. Like this is the they same game just running sort of a different hardware. Like there <laughs> there is a common denominator. Like, and it's also the billion dollar franchise because this is always in reference to Call of Duty. And it's still going to be gonna... on PS4 and Xbox One for the next two or three years. Like let's be real. Yeah, but also like why would xbox shoot themselves in the foot by putting out like oh if we put a shitty version of this game out on playstation that's gonna make the players not mad and- I, well i just spent 70 dollars on this ps5 version of the game and it runs like trash let me go to the store and spend 70 dollars in the xbox one version because it runs better that's no, not how the consumer no, no, works they, it's not the 70 dollars. let me spend 300 dollars on a series s or 500 dollars on a series but they're x. not gonna do that they're just not gonna buy the next call of duty and that and then in turns hurts microsoft that's what i mean and, yeah, and yeah that's basically playstation or like sony's argument is it's just going to drive people to buy call of duty and another platform and in reality is they're just going to move on to another game yeah yeah. they're not going to change their ecosystem you're not going to get like all of your friends that you play to like dump the console they'll do that next generation but in the current generation no that's not going to happen um okay so where did i uh so they agreed to have a third party yeah evaluate the quality that would that would probably be the easiest fucking job to get in terms of like, yeah. Mommy, should... Microsoft took my football. Yeah, but just the third party coming in, just <laughs> checking it, like those both uh, 4K, good job, and then they just fuck off. Like, okay. <laughs> um, Microsoft also offered to allow Sony to put Call of Duty games on PlayStation Plus day one, but it. Sounds better than it actually is. And Sony actually kind of has a fair point, but also is it's not that great. Sony rejected this idea saying that like they can't afford the licensing costs that Microsoft would probably charge to have Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus day one uh, because they don't know what the licensing fee would be. And they worry that the cost for Call of Duty to be on Plus would be more than they can afford for the service, therefore raising the prices of PlayStation Plus. I do agree with PlayStation. It is a very empty offer of like, we'll sell you the ability to put it on PlayStation Plus, but Sony outright rejecting it without like details is very foolish. Because uh, the, the Sony has set the standard where AAA, quadruple A quality games aren't on PS Plus day one because it hurts the quality of the content. Like that's the, that's the hill that they're going to die on. That's and the stake also, they put in the ground. It would make PlayStation look bad in terms of like, so Microsoft can put their first party games on PlayStation Plus, but right. you can't put your first party games yeah, on PlayStation Yeah, that's kind of what I mean, too, because yeah. it, it also, it, they already look rough with MLB The Show being on Xbox Game Pass. Like it yeah. already, people have gotten over it, but optically it does look wor- rough, and it'll look even worse of like, okay, so now a Sony Studio game is on Game Pass, and a Microsoft Studio game is on Plus, but you won't put Ratchet and Clank on Plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It basically puts PlayStation in a weird spot, but also the idea that, like, I wonder how much of a discount Xbox would give them just to get this deal to go through of, like, Mm -hmm. hey, we'll cut the license. Because 
Activision Blizzard has put Call of Duty games on Plus, but it's usually a year or two after release. Yeah. So day one would cost significantly more, but I wonder how desperate Microsoft would be. Um, but again, all these offers on the table are going to start disappearing. The only contract that's going to be yeah. left is the 10-year contract. Yeah. All the, oh, by the way, all these contracts have post-it notes on them that say, when deal is, is completed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... um, the last bit just kind of broke today. Um, so the meetings with Microsoft, Activision, Sony, and the CMA have gotten pretty heated. Um, recently, uh, Lulu Chain um, Servery, she's a um, EVP and CCO over at Activision Blizzard, said that Jim Ryan outright in the meeting told them, I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I just want to block your merger. Um, and you got to take this with a grain of salt, uh, because this is also the same person that's been posting like kind of cringy memes about PlayStation and Sony during this whole thing to where it's like, eh, should an executive be posting like stupid memes about this deal that they're currently in a hearing for? Um, but having this quote and they're standing by it, that Jim Ryan just straight up said, I don't want a new call of duty. I just want to block your merger is like, yes, it's very truthful, but like, man, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty harsh thing. Cause it goes against what is being said publicly. I do wonder Dave, before I let you talk the ramifications that could be, cause these are behind closed doors meetings that the people involved are now just fucking outright talking about in public. So I wonder if there's some sort of ramification for dropping direct quotes uh, quotes from this meeting that you're a part of but dave uh there's not a whole lot to say other than we've already heard jim ryan say stupid crap um so the fact of that like do i believe that jim ryan said this based on his prior history since he's been the president of sony worldwide or whatever you want to call it um yeah i do believe he said this um do i think that you know, he's like every other human being in the world and says something out of anger, frustration, irritation, uh, you know, just spurts. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, but, you know, in terms of what he is like expectation wise is set, um, I'm getting to the point that when the dust settles on this deal and it's approved, um, that we might see Jim Ryan on his way out. And I would say on the other end, if this deal doesn't go through, we probably see Phil Spencer on the yep. way out like i feel like this will cost one of the game companies uh ceo um outside of bob because <laughs> like he's if, guaranteed if you know if sony has to release the documents and 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 then they're going to point at jim ryan of like okay you approached this the wrong way and the way that you approached this like super exposed us you're done cost us or money. yep or if the documents don't come out and it, you know, it comes out that Ryan said even more stuff like this. It's going to be kind of similar to like, okay, well, we appreciate what you've done for us, but we don't really like the way this was handled, and we don't like the way that that that, that this deal went through. And we don't like that the deal went through, but even worse, we don't like that the how badly we got dragged for the deal to go through. So thank you. Have a good day. Um, I I just I could I think I feel like by the by mid twenty twenty four, I'm with you. Spencer or Ryan will not be in their position. Yeah, I think we can lock that down. I would say. Yeah, mid-2024 would probably be, like, because fiscal year would end in, like, March or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, 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 yeah, I think you can, that's a that's a digital days gaming prediction <laughs> from both of us of, like, one of these guys probably won't be heads of their company in 2024 uh, just because of how this has played out and how it could potentially play out. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, we've yet to hear uh, the response to the latest stuff of the executive basically dropping this bomb of like how the behind doors conversations are going. So we'll see uh, what happens next. I'm sure we'll get another statement uh, but it sounds like this deal is going to get pushed through uh, during the CMA, which I do believe will cause the deal to. It still has to go through the FTC because it's a large merger that's happening in the United States. So it has to go through the FTC. But I have mm-hmm. a feeling it's going to be significantly smoother because NVIDIA is out of the way. Uh, the only companies that are still having issues with this are Google and Sony. And I don't think Google has much of a ground to lay on or, or much of a uh, ground to stand on because they just closed Stadia. So they can't really be like Microsoft's going to take a foothold in the streaming from the cloud world when they just gave up in that that realm earlier right. this year. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, man, this shit is pretty funny, Dave. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. And this is gonna make a great book in ten years. Oh my god, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. Or at that point in time, some documentary because people won't be reading books in ten years. No. All right. Uh, so what's delayed? Uh, like, uh, yeah, Michael mentioned Starfield technically, um, and then this one's a little disappointing with the, especially with the riding the heels of, of the success of it. I actually kind of forgot that it wasn't on prior gen. Hogwarts last gen is delayed about a month, so May fifth. Um, yeah. And then the Switch one was supposed to be out in June, and now it's out in July, something like that. So uh, it's super fascinating. Like, I don't know what's going on with it. I thought that maybe the sales surge would help get things, you know, taken care of or done or get them some faster cash to get this thing done. So this is a little disappointing. But at the same time, like, I applaud Warner Brothers for for having the guts to release just the the current-gen version of it first. Like, a lot of companies would wait. Um, and it paid obviously successful dividends for them. So, all right, uh, what we're playing and watching. Uh, so for me, uh, catch caught up fully up to date on the last of us waiting for the series finale. The numbers around the last of us are fascinating. I think, and my wife mentioned to be like eight and a half million people. Um, yeah, that's a big yeah. increase from where it yeah. started. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right there. So that's great. Um, I, I'm liking how they're handling things. Um, uh, it's 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 pretty interesting and pretty fascinating. Uh, all in all, if you're if you've been waiting to uh, to watch, I, I recommend trying to watch as you're listening to this recording. As the show goes live Thursday, the season finale is airing on Sunday. Um, this is one of those season finales that we talked about at the beginning of the series, where something's going to happen, and um, you are going to be spoiled if you are on social media. Yeah, like, it's it's must see TV when it airs. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to have to give my wife some caffeine or something like that to ensure that she stays up to watch this live on a Sunday evening. Uh, and I think I heard it's actually one of the shorter ones anyways. It's only like 37 or 40 minutes. Oh, that's um, crazy. Yeah, so based on where they are, I agree, but it is what it is. Um, so that's that'll be super interesting. Um, and Destiny. So um, upon talking last week, I was not 100% done with the campaign. Uh, playing it on Legendary, I did complete that, and I was able to fully unlock Strand. And like I had mentioned before, the sandbox in Destiny is fascinating, and Strand has just made it even more fun. It is immensely more powerful than I expected it to be. I was only given a gimped version of it during the campaign, so therefore it wasn't fun. Like I said, I did not like how they handled Strand as the new elemental ability. Um, But this is a crowd-control 
chaos thing that I can suspend people in the game, suspend enemies in the game where I make them float in midair and they can't do anything. And, to, and I can shoot them and kill them and make things and, and create stuff. And I'm just having a blast. Just suspending things, watching them hang in the air, killing them, you know, procking a, another elemental thing off of that, using that to damage something else, which is recharging my ability to suspend something, doing that. I can Spider-Man around the map in Destiny with a grapple if I want to um, and, and just move around. And the movement is just is phenomenal. They just handled it so poorly in the campaign so bad and the emphasis on build crafting is there the post campaign stuff is a, is a little bit better the character on Niamuna is just awful um in terms of um Nimbus his name is Nimbus I just I just do not like this character um and you know that's a personal thing uh, he's really one of the first NPCs that I really personally have not liked or like when he talks I'm like shut up <laughs> um, and um so but just just messing around with it doing some of the other stuff getting through like the raid still isn't out yet um so like that that should help a little bit hopefully the raid loot's good because we've always talked about it like the loot's supposed to be good it was also a little bit more validation feeling of there is a lot of hardcore destiny players that are feeling similar to how i felt about the storytelling Mm -hmm. um their their narrative has stepped up so much and the expectations that came out of witch queen were so high that it it just seems like they took a step backwards with the Lightfall campaign part of it. Neomuna, the new planet, Neptune, the, or I'm sorry, on the planet Neptune, the city of Neomuna feels boring and bland and empty still, even though it looks so cool. Um, but I just, you know, and, and I, I expect it to be like, I'll be going there like two more weeks and then I'm going to be fully into the seasonal content and the seasonal storyline, which is uh, not on not on Neptune. And it's similar to to witch queen like i don't go to the sabathun's throne world that much unless i'm going after something very very specific and i don't go to europa which is where the beyond light stuff came from i start interacting with the seasonal content and the you know the exotic quests or the the repeatable content that they do and the 40 dollar expansion is lives in, it lives in, in its own vacuum i get the cool stuff that i want from it and i use that cool stuff to do the other stuff that i want to do that's kind of what it's turned into there's not really much more to say. I I am lockstep in line with the reviews that are averaging five to sixes out of tens in terms of just the Lightfall thing. Like now that's prior to the raid, but if we're just talking about the Lightfall campaign, it's just it's just not good. However, if you're an a Destiny player, do I think that Strand by itself is worth forty dollars and the weapons that come with it? Yeah, it's, I, sadly I do. And it's crazy to say that, but that's kind of to the point where I've gotten in Destiny of there's a handful of things that this game gives you that make you feel fun and powerful, and if I have to pay $40 for it, so be it. <laughs> like, hey, if it makes you happy, Dave. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's that's primarily primarily been it. Uh, Angela and I want to start Mandalorian. We haven't done that yet. Um, I think we're going to get through Last of Us and Ted Lasso's next week, too. Nice. I'll probably wait for Ted Lasso to end to to mm-hmm. just binge watch that show because it's an easy show to binge watch. It's not one of those yeah. like shows that like maybe I need. we'll catch up on that. Maybe we'll just rewatch season one and season two or something just mm-hmm. to kind of reset us a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while. So. For me, honestly, I haven't had time to play games. I was sick pretty much all of last week, and I've just been like binge watching just random TV shows. Uh, like I 
at a certain point, I was just like, you know what, Sarah, you've never seen this bad show called True Blood. And we've been watching <laughs> that show. And I've just been basically enjoying to see her reaction to some of the stupid shit that happens in there. Um, I ended up buying a bunch of PS3 games off eBay because I'm, I, I, I'm sick. Um, I'm just uh, not like sick, cold, sick in the head. Uh, and just want random PS3 games. I'll post pictures of the collection of PS3 games I'm getting because uh, you're probably thinking like, oh, he must be getting like the good games. Nah, I'm at the point where I'm getting the shitty games uh, just because I want to have them. Uh, so <clears throat> just been doing a lot of eBay hunting for, for random stuff. I had the problem where uh, I sent out like five lowball offers that I wasn't expecting to get. I saw this tweet. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm talking really low. Like people had it for one price, and then I was like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know you." There were low offers. I, I, I think I read it as you sent out all these offers, and they were all accepted. I don't think you said low in your tweet. I might not have, but basically, okay. I lowballed a bunch of people, and they took them, and I was just like, "Shit!" Now I have to buy these six games because now i just spent 150 bucks and i thought i was gonna maybe spend 40 bucks or something like that yeah because we're talking about like some of them were like the person had a game up for 20 dollars, and i was just like i don't know can you take nine and then they're like sure and i was like fuck i didn't actually okay uh so there was like several games like that where i was just like oh i don't expect them to take it and then they did uh you replaced so- your uh you fixed your buddy's game boy too right uh, yeah, I did that. Uh, did I put, I, I might not have put that in the discord. I'll probably pop pictures of that yeah. in the discord. I know you tweeted the pictures. I know you were yeah. waiting to do that until he received the item. So yeah, basically. Yeah. So, um, that did that. Uh, he, he liked it so much that he's like, Hey, I have a water damaged PSP go. Can you see if you can fix it? And so that's my next project is to see how bad this PSP go is. I'm hoping it's just a screen. Screens are pretty cheap for that. Uh, but it was water damaged. So uh, how does, how does this do. process work? Do you like, do you see if you can fix it? And then you say, Hey, I fixed it. This is how much it costs me to fix it. And they pay you. Or do you have the conversation with them prior? Like if you buy the screen and you can't fix it, are you out the money? So I, mean, I, I know this is probably a friend of yours. So yeah, it's like kind of a, like one of those things where like, Hey, I, you know, I'm just, again, rough numbers. Hey, I spent 60, $65 fixing this. Give me 40 bucks. We're good. So it's worth $20 of your tinkering time. You when know? it comes to the game boys, I haven't had to really spend any money on those. Okay. Um, like I reshelled it for you, him. You, you get parts and, from other places. And yeah, that. yeah. So like I have a lot of like spare parts. Like the buttons okay. that I gave him, I had those buttons on okay. the Game Boy. I did. Like I think I spent like ten dollars on the shell. Like that was okay. the amount of money it cost me uh, for that. Just because now I have just a bunch of spare parts that are just like in boxes <laughs> to where it's like hey, I could do that. The PSP Go thing, I don't have much faith because it was water damaged in a flood. But yeah. opening it around and just like messing around with it just to see if i get it to post i guess it's kind of nice with the no harm no foul like you can't make it worse yeah (laughs) like it already doesn't work like (laughs) like the game boy that he uh let me try and fix luckily it was like water damaged but not beyond repair it just needed to be like vinegar and iso alcohol to just like clean contacts out and get some rust out uh so stuff like that's not too bad i did have to solder a capacitor but I have a shit ton of capacitors lying around because I had a failed like reviving of a game gear. I think I told you about like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, luckily I was able to use parts from that to do this. So yeah, uh, just doing like weird little projects like that. Uh, me and Sarah might be moving in a couple weeks uh, to a new, uh, new apartment. Uh, so pff, mentally preparing that I'm excited just cause I get to like organize shit. 
and I like doing organizing shit. Because <laughs> uh, the good thing about when you like move is the reevaluation of everything mm, that's in the place. <laughs> yep. Of like, do we really need to move this, or can I just leave this here or throw this out? Yep. Is very exciting. Um, so yeah, just doing all that stuff. Uh, so that's pretty much it for me. Okay. All right, so uh, questions and comments using hashtag AskDigitalDays. You can post them in the Facebook group. You can post them on our Discord server. You can post them on Twitter. Um, any of those things, you don't have to wait for us to ask for the questions. You can just post them when things come up. Sometimes we cherry-pick questions out of topics in general in there. Uh, so, Stefan, who consistently sends us questions, uh, if you didn't game, what would what would your main hobby be? Um, well, I actually could – I do both because mine is – like I like to play – I haven't played pickup basketball in a couple of years, but I, 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 it would be – I'd probably just play a lot more softball. Mm-hmm. So like softball, baseball, um, just get outside, do some stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, alcoholism? Like I, I don't know. <laughs> like honestly. Um, no, I like I, – I did like playing basketball, so maybe, but you can't do that year-round unless you go to like a indoor yeah. court and not, not worth it. Yeah. Um, I probably just I could be see like, you start it, messing with like TVs, like trying to fix stuff. Like, yeah, I would probably like be bigger, messing with bigger things of what you're doing. Yeah, um, I, I would probably be messing around with electronics more, or I would be like a like an obnoxious movie buff because I'm mm-hmm. already kind of that, but I'd be like way fucking worse uh, <laughs> with, with like movies. Uh, that would probably be something. I'd just probably be really into going to the movie theater and seeing like random indie movies because uh, it's something I used to like doing, but I'd just rather just stay home and play a video game. All right, you can read this next question because I don't think I can pronounce his Twitter handle if I tried. I couldn't either. Uh, Black Kazuko. <laughs> okay. Um, this is related to the Square Enix stuff, so we kind of already answered this. Uh, so do you think Square Enix will do away with all the NFT stuff or are they going full steam ahead? They basically said they're interested in different technologies. I think that was a coded way to say we're into NFTs and blockchains like Dave said they should have done in the first place. Mm-hmm. Don't name NFTs and blockchains. I think, they, yeah, I think they're just going to go about it on a different path. Like they're going to yeah. they're gonna backdoor us instead of like kicking over the front door, which is what the other guy was trying to do. Yes. <laughs> you're going to download something in the next Final Fantasy game and you're going to be like, this is pretty cool. And then someone's going to be like, aha, that's on the blockchain. And then you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I already said I liked it. Yeah. Like, so. It's going to be shitty regardless, but like <laughs> it's just going to be handled uh, more secretive. Like Dave said earlier, like it's just like marketed correctly, like yeah. with 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 like pr- proper like analogies and evaluations and slowly like just we've been integ- we've been integrated with free to play games slowly and microtransactions. And like we watch loot boxes go away and people are like, yeah, loot boxes are going away while they're just giving a company $5 for a weapon skin now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. So like, that's our show. Uh, you can uh, follow us on our, our main social networks. Uh, the Twitter for the main account is at digital days pod, which is where if you could just drop a follow there that you'll see when the episodes post, um, Michael does a far better job than I do retweeting twi- tra- <laughs> trailers and information of like things that are going on out and about in the gaming world, um, as well as just uh, anything weird. Like uh, I saw Wario sixty four today. Like GameStop canceled all of RE 4s collectors editions and said, "Hey, we're not filling them." That so. that that was exclusive to GameStop. Yes, is the other caveat of <laughs> yep. like, "Hey, so. our exclusive, we don't have it." Yeah. 
Uh, you can follow Michael at the first MJC, where you can see maybe where the stuff he's tinkering with, or maybe he'll, if he does move, maybe he'll let Twitter vote on keep or toss on a couple things. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I like comic books, but I have a box that's too heavy to pick up filled with individual issues, and I'm like, do I really need to take this with me? Uh, and you can follow myself at Good Dave Hunt. Um, I should do a better job of. Uh, just posting random pictures of my store being built because I don't think it's going to be built on time. Yeah, that seems like a fun Discord thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll put some pictures in Discord of that, of what they're doing to my building right now because I actually got to see it today and I'm, it's supposed to be like 35 days from now and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Uh, you can check that stuff out. Um, you can join our Facebook group like we mentioned at the beginning of the show. You can join our Discord server so you can do voice chat with Xbox players, PlayStation players, PC players, all that stuff. Um, and then we also have the Patreon, which uh, due to my power outage, we fell a little a little farther behind. And with Michael not feeling well, like uh, this is how life and days just get away from you. <laughs> um, so, but there are some tiers of the Patreon thing. We are we we love and appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are amazing. Um, and I know most of the time when I send out messages or I communicate privately with you guys that you're like, I, we just want to support you, and that's that's amazing. But we want to make sure that your support is is. Um, repaid in in content that you are entitled to so we will get uh, back on that uh, on that bike again um you have also have not well nothing else has come out i said you really haven't up updated anything on the on, on our on our draft picks <laughs> um yeah nothing's really come out i think last time i updated it was when the last game released so i think we're you did pick kirby though so i should probably uh, yeah take a it's look coming at that soon again. yeah but yep so that's there as well as again it depending on wh whatever tier you access of discord um you get access to the supporter channel uh, in discord on our three dollar tier five dollars gets you early access to the show most of the time scheduling permitting um and then seven dollars is the bonus content episode if you do become into the seven dollar tier you get access to all the bonus episodes um and th there's a significant amount of content on there for you to, to absorb and that's probably the best value right now if you really ask me uh, because the the backlog of content even though we fell off the the consistency there's still most of that stuff we try really hard to make sure it's not time sensitive um you know like it, it can live in its own independent bubble of we're not talking about something that came that happened on july 12th 2021 yeah. or something Except like that we will be so. putting a, well the last of us spoilers but stuff it can still live in its own bubble yeah, it's, it's like its you could bubble. you could watch yeah. it on your own time and you can then you listen to that on your own time so it lives in this nice cohesive little bubble um, as well as you know, just just interesting topics in general, like whether it's E three memories or how this started for for March too. So yeah, so you, whenever those come up, you just need to send those to me in Discord so that I can like I can remember that you sent them, or you can just type them out. So. Yeah, the next one you'll have to prepare for the one after the Last of Us. You'll have to. Oh prepare God, for. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be like yeah. Fantasy Critic. Uh huh. Alrighty. All right, uh, so with that said, uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out on stream if you were here. Uh, thanks for a couple subs that got dropped and, and viewers. Uh, please consider subbing to us. Even if you're listening to us, just go to the Twitch page on your phone, search us, click subscribe. If you've already done it once with your uh, your Amazon account, it should just work and let you use the Prime subscription. It does not auto-renew, so please consider checking that out. Uh, and then like following is free. Following on Twitter, following, liking on Facebook, um, you know, joining the Discord server. Like Those are all things that are free. Um, joining the Facebook group, those are free. Uh, reviewing, sharing the show, those are all things that are free, and it, it would just help grow our content, and we would greatly appreciate it. So, 
Um, and we also have a Teespring store. Uh, you can check that out. It, the link is in the show note for that. Somebody sent me a picture the other day of like buying a hoodie. I'm like, I need to think about buying something else from there. So, but uh, other than that, you got anything else, Michael? Uh, no. We'll see what happens with the drama next week. <laughs> All right. I hope everyone has a great week. Keep moving forward. Don't be a dick. <laughs>